This podcast contains sexual themes and is intended for open-minded adults. If you're under the age of 18, you should stop listening now. You're listening to Sharing is Caring. In this podcast, we talk openly about our journey into the lifestyle, about opening our relationship and our lives to a whole new way of thinking. Come and share our adventures into sex positivity and ethical non-monogamy. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 5 of Sharing is Caring. We're finally back from New Zealand, we went there for three weeks and oh man, it's been tough getting over that jet lag. Yes, but finally, we over the jet lag too. So it's been quite a while since we released a podcast because we were away. Um, and you probably noticed, well, I've definitely noticed that my Kiwi accent's a lot stronger. Every time I go back or when I hang out with Kiwis for too long, my accent gets much, much stronger again. And then I can't understand you <laughs> what <was that>? anymore. <laughs> huh? uh, so what else is new in our lives? What's been happening? So much has happened since the last podcast. So first of all, most importantly, <laughs> I got Sherry a present. I got her a pineapple pot plant. It's amazing. It's got like this tiny little pineapple on top. It's so cute. It's like, I don't know, five centimeters tall or so. I'm looking at it now. Baby trying to pineapple. It. Baby pineapple. Do, 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 do. No, 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 <laughs> <start> no, <laughs> no. Um, so yeah. And what else? Last night we went to a vanilla event, yeah, a vanilla event, a celebration, and they had helium balloons. Woo-hoo. So... We managed to steal a couple. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to record a new intro to our podcast. Are you ready? No. Welcome to Sharing is Caring. <laughs> <laughs> hey, again? Because it's okay. so fun. Welcome to Sharing is Caring. I'm Sherry. And I'm Kiwi. <laughs> Back to, back to serious matters. Back to business. <laughs> so, our trip to New Zealand, we were there for three weeks, and we were staying with family for pretty much most of it. We did a bit of a road trip and stayed in other places, but we were either with my family or yours, so we had to be really sneaky about having sex. Well, by sneaky, I mean... Silent. Silent. Yeah. Sneak off places like we did to the park. <laughs> yeah mostly we try to be quiet because we're generally sleeping in the bedroom next to other people yeah it was like being a teenager again <laughs> wish you don't mind <laughs> so after we started staying with family after we finished staying staying with family rather we went on a bit of a road trip just us two and we decided to head to Dunedin because we were down in that area and we got Probably the worst hotel room in Dunedin. We decided to stay in a hostel because we wanted to socialise and meet people and whatnot. Yeah, we needed a hostel with a, a car park and that was the only one in town. So we didn't have much choice. And <laughs> we decided to go for a double bedroom. Uh, they didn't call it double bedroom. It was a twin bedroom. Twi- twin bedroom. And we were hoping to get a double bed in there, but no. We actually had three beds for the two of us. Uh, a bunk bed... And so a much single room bed. for activities. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're saying it was the worst, but I think depending on what you're looking for, it might be the best. I don't know. There was like no insulation at all. You could hear the traffic all the way through well, anytime you someone would pass. travel back in time <laughs> <laughs> and feel like you're back in a cheap uh, 1970s hotel, that's the best place for that. 
and I swear it hasn't been redecorated since. <laughs> no. Although I got a TV somewhere in the mid-90s, and it's been that same TV since. <laughs> Small square. <laughs> but anyway, we decided to download Tinder, because neither of us have actually used Tinder. We, for one reason or another, we just haven't got to use it. So we thought, great, this is a perfect opportunity, because it seems like so much fun. And we'll use it as a couple. Yeah. So we were sitting in a cafe having brunch and downloaded Tinder and set up our account and started swiping and then forgot about it for the rest of the day, drove all the way to Dunedin and then went out for dinner. Yeah, it'd been a long day driving. So we went out for dinner, had a nice meal and went to the Irish bar, which was next door, which is like right in the centre of Dunedin. It's a nice, nice place, that centre. I oh, liked yeah, it. The, the octagon. octagon. Yeah, it was nice. And uh, we were sitting there. It was quite busy, Irish bike. Quite a busy day. It was Sunday. I think it was Sunday night, so it was yeah. busy for a Sunday, I would say. And we were just on a table in the middle, swiping on Tinder, having a chat to people, and we actually got quite a few matches for our first time using Tinder, like yeah, the first day. Because we created a, a profile as a woman looking for a woman. Yeah, but with like with pictures, pictures of only, both of us. It was obvious of of that it was the two of us, but we didn't uh, set up as a man looking for a man or a woman looking for a man or although we did change it to man at some man point but that whole day we had kept it as woman looking for woman yeah so we got a few matches had a chat to a couple of people but there's one person in particular who was oh who we got chatting to mostly it was a, a young woman i think she was 22 24 mm. early like 20s that. yeah early 20s um and spoiler alert we told her about the podcast and she chose her, her own name. So we, we're calling her Eve. So for the rest of this podcast, you'll be Eve. So we were chatting to Eve for a while on Tinder. And then we asked, oh, so what are you up to tomorrow night? Do you want to meet tomorrow? She said, oh, yeah, that'd be great. And we chatted a bit more and got another drink. And then out of the blue, she came back and said, oh, actually, how about tonight? Are you both free tonight? <laughs> yeah, uh, and we were, but we were really not expecting at that point in the night to do anything with anyone because it was already late-ish and um, and we had spent the day in the car driving and we're quite tired and we're just enjoying the swiping on Tinder and not, not wanting more at that point. But I guess, you know, when the opportunity arises. Yeah, exactly. So we said, actually, okay, give us some time to quickly go back and have a shower and then we'll meet you back at the same bar in 45 minutes or so. Mm. So from then on, it was a race <laughs> back to a wonderful hostel. <laughs> I had to abandon my pint. I'd only had a few sips and I had to leave it there and run off. <laughs> this is so unlike you. I know, I know. <laughs> oh. So yeah, we raced back to the hotel, showered and then came back. Yep. And the pub had emptied out in the 45 minutes we were gone. Yeah, it was crazy. It was really full, really busy when we left. But then when we came back, I think it was only Eve who was sitting inside. There was a few people on the terrace, but other than that... Mm. It was well, it was easy empty. to spot her. Yeah. <laughs> so we walked in the door and she was sitting right beside the door on a high table. I'm going to describe how she looked. So, um, looked quite young, obviously. Dark hair, curly, above her shoulders. Yeah. Um, Wavy more than curly, I think. All oh, right. Wavy then. And um, average height, I think, 
Yeah, around a similar height to you, I think. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure. I mean, we didn't stand next to each other for long. <laughs> um, really nice boobs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at that point, we couldn't know, but... <laughs> she had nice big breasts and soft skin. Yes, uh, that's what I like about girls, soft skin. So we sat down and got another drink and started talking to her. And the conversation flowed really easily. Yeah, we had a lot of uh, subject to, to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, we um, it was the first time she had been with, or well, the first she had never been with a couple before, or even another woman. But she decided she'll try something new and swipe right this once, this couple, <laughs> and see how it goes. Yeah. So she had a lot of questions for us around what are we into, how do we get into it, what mm. do we do, what are our boundaries, that sort of thing. She definitely seemed interested interested in how it works, but also maybe to discover it for herself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So a couple more drinks later, and we decided it was time to... Have one more drink at our hotel? Yeah, one last drink. But ideally not at our hotel. <laughs> oh yeah, at that point we were hoping they wouldn't be at our hotel. So we got up and said, oh, shall we, well, we sat down and said, shall we go back somewhere else for another drink? She said, oh, yeah, that'd be great. And we were hoping that she would say, oh, to my place. Actually, she did at first, but then she thought, well, actually, maybe, maybe I shouldn't, you know, mm. living in a flat share and bringing yeah. home a couple might be a bit strange. So she said, can we go back to your hotel instead? And since we've got this luxury five-star room... <laughs> Actually, well, we, we were super excited about that because <laughs> we left it in such a great, clean state when we ran home and got changed quickly. I don't think it was dirty, but it was messy. Definitely. It was it was clothes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but she she knew it wasn't a great a great room. Yeah, we told her about our room earlier. I mean, I had taken a photo of it because it was so outstanding. <laughs> yeah. So we finish off our drinks and walk out of the bar. Oh, and on the way out, the bartender. I forgot to mention the bartender because. We'd bought a few drinks off him when we first came and then we ran away leaving half of our drinks there and then we came back and met someone else and started some more drinks. And he sort of had a bit of a knowing smile and Did he? Yeah, he was, he was nice see. and friendly. And then on the way out he sort of had another knowing smile again and said, Oh, have a great night. Oh, I didn't <laughs> notice. <laughs> Excellent. Oh. Maybe, so, maybe he was surprised. Maybe it's not something he sees very often. Or maybe it's something he does see very often. Maybe. He just sees. I don't know how Junidin nightlife is. Student city. Eh. We walked back to our hotel. It was only about five minutes away. Mm. And luckily the person by the front desk wasn't there at all. I don't think they would necessarily have noticed that, you know, we had no. a, a double room booked, well, a twin room for two people and there were three of us. I don't know. Yeah. Usually hostels, it's hard to smuggle people in. Is it? I haven't been to as many hostels as you, probably. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So we all headed upstairs, piled into our nice hospitable room, and as soon as we got in, quickly ran and chucked all the clothing into the suitcase <laughs> and closed it, or tried to close it, make it look fairly tidy. I'm sure it was fine. Yeah. I mean, she didn't comment on it, and I don't think it affected the, the rest of the evening. <laughs> So when we got in, we took the mattress off the top bunk and laid it on the floor mm. and then used the bedding to create a blanket for it. It was awesome. I, I didn't understand what you were doing initially. 
Because ah. I think you, you did that while I was in the loo, and then I came out and it was like, oh, what's happening here? It was actually Eve's idea, I think. Oh, cool. It made a really cool fort, though. You love was, your forts. I love my blanket forts. Mm. Blanket forts make everything better. <laughs> All right, so after we built the blanket fort, then it was time for some action. Yeah. Do you want to say what happened and how you remember it? Because it's all a bit fuzzy for me. Mm, okay. How did we get started? Ah, so I think we were standing there and um, first thing we did was I kissed you. And then she wasn't too shy about it either. She... No, you're right. I remember I thought, wow, for a first timer, she's going straight into it. And yeah. I was thinking that. Even though I have quite a bit more experience, I wouldn't dare doing this. I was impressed. <laughs> Good on her. Yeah. So yeah, I kissed you and then she kissed you. And then she turned and kissed me. Yeah. And then slowly clothes started coming off and we started undressing more. Mm. And then we went on the mattress, like lying down. Yeah. I, I, You know, it's really fuzzy for me. I, I just remember a whole evening of a lot of flesh and kissing and licking <laughs> so if you were to describe it more just a please. blur of yeah. bodies and but tongues and hands every party is like that for me and every time i'm really surprised at how much you remember because i wasn't <laughs> even drunk or anything and i think being in the blanket fort made it feel almost like a dream because you have the eerie. blanket above you and it's a nice enclosed atmosphere mm. with the music playing it was really it was a really good atmosphere. It really set the scene well. It was nice. Yeah, we started kissing and touching a bit more and all the rest of the clothes came off. And it was just really good three-way chemistry. Things were just flowing smoothly in between one and the yeah, other. Yeah, it didn't feel like one of us was more into one of the other or there was a third wheel or anything. It was really the three of us together. Yeah. So I remember got a really great double blow job. <laughs> you love your double blow jobs. I do, I do. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> and what else what else really stood out in that? Ah oh, yeah, Eve really enjoyed grinding and you hadn't really done too much. You hadn't really got too much pleasure out of grinding before and No, but she had good technique. <laughs> good technique. <laughs> yeah, using her leg. So that's between my legs. That that's something that I've uh, really tried to remember. And we've been using it a little bit since we've been back. Yeah, it works well for getting you started and mm -hmm. getting you in the mood. Yeah, I like that. Also, I was really trying to make sure that um, during the whole uh, session, she didn't feel um, that we were going too far or too fast or that it was, we were overstepping the mark. So I um, a few times I asked her, are you okay? And... She always said, yeah, yeah. Um, so just the, the thing about first-timers. Yeah, it's always uh, good to check in and make sure that you know, they're still comfortable. Yeah, consent. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not consent just at the beginning, consent yeah. all the way through. Mm, exactly. So I remember when we started finally having sex, that must have been a good hour and a half, two hours. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of foreplay. Well, we started having... PIV sex, should I say. And I had, I was having sex with Sherry and I also had a leg in between Eve's legs. So she was grinding on me. 
So each thrust, it was like having sex with both of them at the same time. That was really cool. Yeah, he was quite hot. That was really sexy. I could tell that you were super aroused. And you were both lying down looking up at me. Yeah. That was really good. <laughs> and then, then you came the first time. Yeah. And we all laid back together. I laid down the mattress and cuddled a bit. Yeah. And that was something else which I found I really, really enjoy is... Each time we have a threesome with a girl, you just love that. Yeah, it's the... Well, not the end, but it's after you've had a bit of a play. Lying down, something just I really enjoy. Lying on my back with a woman under each arm, <laughs> just relaxing and slowly just stroking each other and talking and just that feeling after having sex and when you're just really connected to each other and... It's just really nice. Yeah. That's one of my favorite parts. Then after that, what did we start doing? Oh, we started spooning on the single mattress on the floor. <laughs> it was it was really cozy. <laughs> yeah. And then we were alternating sides of who's lying where, who's facing where. Mm. And it didn't take long before I was hard again. And Yeah, very quickly. I was really impressed as well that you didn't get much of a rest period between the the two times. It was a very sexy atmosphere, what can I say? It was, it was. So then we we had sex pretty much after you became hard that time. Yeah, pretty much straight away because it was getting really late by now. It must have been a good three, three and a half mm. hours into the yeah, it was a play session hours. on a Sunday night. Yeah, I was having sex with Sherry. And we did a few positions and then we ended up with Sherry lying on top of Eve. And I think, did you have your, was she grinding against your leg? No, I don't uh, think so. I think you were just Oh, no, you were straddling her, weren't you? You had your legs on either side, and I was in between your legs, faking you from behind, but you were lying down on her. I just remember lying down on her and how nice it was that I could kiss her while you yeah. were fucking me. And then she would look up over your shoulder, and we could make eye contact and kiss, and mm. that was really sexy as well. So it once was. again, it was it like... It was really like us three together having sex, it... It was really intense, not just like foreplay, but like you felt like a three-way sex. Yeah, yeah. It's it just, I can't explain it. It was really different from anything we've done before. It was a really good connection. And I think something that might have really helped at least me with that is usually when we have a threesome or even when we play with other people, I'm really thinking constantly about what what's Sherry doing, what are you doing, and like wanting to see. And I find it hard to let myself go. And just completely get into the pleasure. And that's something I've been thinking about. I need to try and do more is just get into it more. Mm-hmm. Because it's limiting my own pleasure, I think. But this time I made a, more of an effort to just say, I'm going to let myself go, really get into this. And I think that really helped. Oh, I, I wasn't aware of that. I think that was the end of uh, of the of our evening. We, well... Once that was done, we would have stayed a bit longer, but I think she wanted to go back because it was getting very late. Yeah, yeah, and that's and right. she had class the next day. So I didn't end up coming that second time. We just called it a night. Yeah. Once we came to a natural break. So we all kissed goodbye. Well, all got dressed first. <laughs> <laughs> and then kissed goodbye. And we walked her back to the entrance of the hotel. Yeah. Said goodbye. And I can't remember if there was someone that time. I yeah, there was someone yeah. at the counter. Yeah. They didn't say anything, did you? No, they didn't care. Didn't mind. And, and that was it for that night. Yeah. 
And then the next day we realized that the rooms had absolutely no insulation or soundproofing. We could hear every single step going up and down the hallway. The rooms next door, we could hear people getting in and out of bed. <laughs> so <laughs> we weren't too loud, but no. I'm sure I'm sure some sound escaped. Yeah, not not too loud, but still loud like people have sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A sleazy hotel like that, you'd expect. <laughs> what do you expect? I don't know. Maybe maybe people enjoyed it. Maybe it was the highlight of the night. Or maybe yeah. they cursed us because they couldn't sleep. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they're sitting in their bed, touching themselves, imagining what's going on. That'd be nice. Should have come and knocked on the door. <laughs> Although there's a lot of truckers and everyone stopping at that hotel. So maybe, maybe not. not. <laughs> so we continued messaging the next day and the next few days mm. and so on and added each other on kick which is quite cool so eve you're our official marketing manager for new zealand yes or unofficial rather i guess it's we've told her she was and she said yes so it's official yep. <laughs> so we need to spread the word word oh my god <laughs> so we need to spread the word oh although eve we're on to you we know that you stole Sherry's cardigan. Oh, we know that you swapped them. <laughs> yeah, I have a black cardigan. I've had it for years and years. And now I have a black cardigan with like little black polka dots on them, like of uh, material. So it's quite interesting. I don't know where it comes from. <laughs> Somewhere in New Zealand, you acquired a new cardigan and lost yours. <laughs> yeah, uh, a swap. <laughs> How appropriate, a swap. <laughs> So over the next few days, we did match with some other people and got chatting to them. We didn't end up meeting with anyone else. But there's one one in particular that stands out. It was a single guy, I think, that we matched when we turned it to... When we turned it to a woman looking we, for men, men, just that, to look. Yes. And then we also did men looking for men, just yeah. to look. We but, did everything, every combination. Okay. And got chatting to him, and he said, Oh, actually, my girlfriend and I, we are looking at potentially you know opening up and uh, want to try swinging that sort of thing and we sort of talked to him a bit about our experiences and what sort of thing they're into and then I was really proud we talked for a couple days Mm -hmm. and on tinder you can tell when someone changes their profile it gives you an update and we saw a couple days later that he had updated his profile to now be a couple's profile with his girlfriend Mm, you're so proud <laughs> you converted people so I feel like we helped answer some of the questions and give them confidence to yeah. try it out and also we converted Eve into you know group sex hopefully kind of I, hopefully I think, she converted I think she and liked carried it. on I think she enjoyed it I yeah. think it was a good first experience yeah. mm. we could have had more experiences while in Genetin but I think after that one night we really didn't feel like yeah, I doing it again. We were content. quite tired, and also, I don't think it could have been as good as that night. No, I agree. So there's, there was no point. It would have been disappointing for both of us. Yeah. That's the overview of what we did when we were in New Zealand. Well, that's not all that. I mean, that's the that's one. That's all we did. That's the one thing we did in New Zealand. <laughs> that's the sexy thing we did. I mean, <laughs> other than sex with each other. That's yeah. The. One thing out of the, the ordinary that we did. To carry on our story of a journey into the lifestyle, last time we spoke about going to the nudist beach in Croatia and then going to Rio's again. 
where we met uh, Tina and Josh. Tina and Josh, and also Mia and Marcellus. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> yes. In this part of the story, part two, or part two, no, part five. I don't know where part <laughs> two came from. We. We decided to meet Tina and Josh at our house, at our flat. We invited them over. Because we'd been getting on really well with them and chatting quite a bit. And we thought we don't have to go to Rio's every time we want to meet. Why not come here? We arranged for them to come over on a Saturday. It was probably about a couple of weeks in advance. We have a really hard time making time to meet people and actually finding those free weekends. We're just going away all the time. So we arranged for them to come over on Saturday night and we prepared a bunch of finger food, put a couple of bottles of wine in the fridge, tidied up the flat, of course. When they arrived, we greeted them with a kiss on the cheek and brought them to the flat. And we've got a really small flat, so we've only got one double couch. So we gave them the couch to sit on and we sat on our kitchen chairs across from the coffee table. So we, we talked and we had a few drinks. Um... I think we told them about some of our sexual experiences from the weeks before. Oh, yes, and about the nudist speech. Yes, and, and they, they were, were very interested. Yeah. Mm. Um, so the conversation was flowing very well, but we could also, again, uh, feel the sexual tension in the air. It was the first time we hosted them, and hosted in general, actually, for such... Um, such night, so we were a bit nervous and unsure how to get things started. So we had moved close together on the chairs, and um, what were you doing then? I was, I was stroking up your leg a little bit and had my arm around you and was getting very close. And Josh was doing the same thing to Tina. He had they'd moved right up together on the couch and were cuddling, and they were clearly touching a bit of heavy petting and we could all tell that we wanted it to progress but weren't quite sure how mm. i think we were kind of mirroring each other yeah um during the whole night actually that's how it felt like yeah that's true actually later on in the night pretty much everything that we were doing they were doing everything that they were doing we were doing yeah so at some point there was a, a break in the conversation and you started kissing me. Yeah. And naturally, they would. They started doing the same. As, as you do. <laughs> and that's where it started from. And, and the kissing escalated. And you removed a few items of clothing from me and from you. And uh, then I think I started going down on you. Yeah, and they were doing exactly the same across from us on the couch. Mm-hmm. It was getting heated nicely. And then I think at one point, I can't remember who said it, but he said, oh, should we shift to the bedroom? I think they said it. Yeah. I remember being, uh, again, <laughs> thinking, oh, okay, that's good. They're, they're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I was too caught up in getting a blowjob from you to <laughs> care where I was standing or sitting. <laughs> oh. So we all went to the bedroom and um, we just continued with our activities until everyone was undressed fully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, because we have quite a big bed, it's a king size, we had enough room for two couples on it, no problem. 
We could even fit a lot more in there. I reckon we could get eight people more. <laughs> on the bed? I reckon we could. I think it would be a tight fit. Be a tight fit, but we could do it. I think next time we should try six and see how it goes from yeah, there. I'm up for the challenge. <laughs> All right. So then, well, I can't remember exactly what happened, like what we did ex- exactly in which order. Yeah, I can't remember the details because it was well, one and a half, more than one and a half years ago now. Yeah. Uh, but we were we end up having sex next to each other and... And this was, this time there was a, a bit more interaction yeah. between Tina and me. Um, a bit of kissing, a bit of touching. At some point even uh, Josh told me to touch her. Yeah. Because I think he's the limiting factor. Yeah, I think it was his comfort level that was holding her back. She was definitely interested in going further. Um, but the boundaries that they agreed, I guess, were more limited by him. So it was by his comfort. Mm-hmm. So he said, oh, I'm happy for you to kiss her and touch her. So I can't remember. Do you guys touch each other very much? No, I touch her a little bit after he told me, go for it. Okay. And I remember when I was having sex with you and he was having sex with her, that you two were lying on the bed holding hands. Mm. That seemed really hot. Just that small gesture. Just like we did in Rio's. Yeah. Just that small gesture of contact was quite sexy. And also, I remember that um, at the end of the sex, once... I'm not sure if you both came or or not. Sometimes it just it just goes away without coming. But at the end, we had a massage session. Oh, yes. <laughs> your favorite part of the night. Oh, yes. It's your favorite part of like, every time that we have a massage session. It's always your favorite it's a favorite thing of my life <laughs> so they pulled out coconut oil yes i hadn't tried coconut oil because you hate coconut you I, can't stand it the smell of it the taste of it everything yes but coconut oil is not really strong and it's a bit different from like the taste of a bounty for example you've just been conditioned to uh, smell coconut oil it's like pavlov's dog <laughs> you start <Massage>. salivating <laughs> massage <laughs> I don't know, maybe maybe to some extent now, because I really associate the smell with a massage. Um, but it was lovely. There was a time, like beginning of this year, that every time we'd have dirty sex, I'd give you a massage with coconut oil. <laughs> it was a good trade. <laughs> I think maybe we should do, do that again. Good doing business with you. <laughs> So yeah, the two women were laying down and the two men were massaging us. Yeah, we, we sat there massaging each other, us massaging you two. Yeah. For a good hour at least. You think? Yeah, we were all talking and oh, having a Oh, it flew by to me. <laughs> <laughs> because they ended up leaving really early in the morning. It must have been oh, a good old 3 a.m. finish again. All right. I, I don't remember what time it was. I remember being very sleepy from the massage. Because I was so relaxed. I was sexed out from all the sex before and then very relaxed from the massage. So I think I was kind of falling asleep towards the end. I'm glad we didn't have to go home after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the good thing is they left the coconut oil for us. Yes. That's great. So we've got a lot of use out of that. Mm. Sexy use. So that was our next lifestyle experience. It was a good one. It was at home. It felt safe. It, it was 
new for us because we hadn't entertained at that yeah. point. We haven't actually entertained too many people at our flat. We haven't hosted too many people. No, just Tina and Josh, I think. And also... Uh, your uh, single friend. Yeah. Yeah. A true. unicorn convert. <laughs> we need to think of a that's name for her. We need to ask her if she wants a name. Yeah. I think unicorn convert is quite good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see with that. Uh, yes. So that that was our experience. Another good one to add to the list. All right. So on to the listener question. So this is a question from one of our friends, actually. And... She's, uh, well, she's a woman and wants to get into lifestyle. And her question is... I'm single and I want to get into the swinging scene and want to meet up with couples to play. But I don't want to be just seen as a kind of novel for couples to use without considering my feelings. So what do you say, Kiwi? I think what you really need to think about is what do you want out of... The lifestyle, because when people say the lifestyle, it can mean a whole lot of things. If you're looking for the relationships and you want to get into a more poly side of things, then you definitely need to make that clear to people up front that you're really interested in more than just sex. But if you are interested in just having sex, is it more that you're concerned about the interactions during sex where... People will be more selfish. I think it's always a risk, and that's really a hit or miss because you can meet a couple who's gonna just be after your flesh and not care about about your mental health or well-being, really. Apart from oh, you give us sex and that's it. Um, but you can also meet a couple who will be a bit more into um, making sure that you feel comfortable the whole way through. A bit like we did with Eve, I suppose. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah, because at the end, she gave us feedback. She said... That A scorecard. She... <laughs> no, not like that, but um, I think she said something along the lines of, um, oh, I felt secure the whole way through, or do you remember yeah, her? Yeah. I felt um, comfortable and safe, or something like that. That made me really happy that we managed to to introduce her to this experience and for her to really enjoy it that much. Because that is something we definitely try and do is whenever we play with someone who's new to the lifestyle or it's their first time is make them feel as secure as possible and Mm. as comfortable as possible so they are in control. Yes. I think that's the main thing. Just like, you know, um, the women are usually in control in the lifestyle. So more so even if it's a unicorn. So I think... If you if you are aspiring to be a unicorn, you need to be careful who you meet. Yeah, and I think meeting people for a pants-on date first is a really good way to get a, a gauge. pants-on date? I've never <laughs> heard that. It's amazing. It's a really good way to get a gauge of what they actually want out of you, whether they just want sex and then move on, whether they actually respect you and listen to you, or whether they want to get to know you a bit more. But I think in the lifestyle, people are usually more honest. It's not like, <laughs> to go back to Tinder, if you're a single woman trying to meet a guy, um, you're potentially more likely to be lied to, as in, oh, yeah, yeah, I want I want a girlfriend, I want a relationship, and then you sleep with them, and, and that's over. I mean, I know a few people it's happened to, 
Um, I think in the lifestyle, people are more upfront because it's not like you're going to tell people what they want to hear, really, because we're all in, in it for something similar. Exactly, exactly. So from a sex point of view, I think the best thing to do is just ask and then meet the people and find out if they seem honest, if they seem like they're not serial killers. <laughs> and if if they're happy to just have a conversation with you rather than taking you to the bedroom straight straight away. Yeah. If you're looking for something more poly-focused, then tell people that from the beginning. Put it on your profile, discuss it before you meet people and see how they feel about that, if they want to do that as well. It might be that people aren't really interested in a poly relationship but they do want to keep knowing you or some people might just be interested in playing with a unicorn just to notch their beard and move on yeah or having a some kind of sustainable relationship with a unicorn a bit like a girlfriend you meet every once in a while but not as far as being a poly yeah yeah you, you have it's really a spectrum you have all types of people wanting all types of things, but I think generally people are more open about what they want. Mm. So if you're open yourself, you should be able to find people who want the same thing as you want, but you have to make sure that you know what you want first. And I think that last one is probably more what we're looking for, is meeting a, a woman or even a, a guy yeah. who, who we see in non-playing settings as well as we can play with them. So sometimes we might go out for dinner or go to a movie or something like that and see each other in more social, normal settings, but as well in play settings. Mm. A bit like a, a friend with benefits, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so if you want to submit a listener question or get in contact with us, you can find us on Twitter at Kiwi and Sherry. It's all one word. You can email us at kiwiandsherry at gmail.com and you can find our website at www.sharingiscaringpodcast.com If you enjoyed the podcast, please do take a moment to leave a review on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you're using. It really helps us out and we would love you forever. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Sharing is Caring. Join us next time to continue our journey. And remember, sharing is caring. <laughs> okay, you ready? Uh, give it to me. There's a hole there. So make sure you, get, make sure you put your mouth, mouth on the hole. As usual. <laughs> Welcome to shit. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs>